Right, we're number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time for the sit rep brought to you by our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric Up First. Marcus has something. I, I just want to make a quick request. Okay. Since we're doing this protest and funding, you know, royalty-free music so we don't get in trouble, can we... As much as I enjoy this song, which I do, mm-hmm. we might want to add variety because I feel like people are going to start wanting to beat me up because they're going to think I'm doing this. Nah, everybody knows that yeah, I'm doing this. You are this. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, physically, yes, I am doing it, but. It's called Jake's Protest, not Marcus Protest. Yeah. It's... Well, they don't know that. <laughs> All you do is say it. <laughs> they don't believe me. They it's don't... Jake's show. Blame everything on Jake. That's true. That is true. All right. Sit rep. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Bill Self earned his first ejection in 21 seasons at Kansas last night. How about that? What? His first ejection in 21 seasons. That's kind of crazy. I mean, that's pretty nuts when you really think about it. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Has Rick ever got ejected? I don't know if Rick's ever got ejected, but you would think that he probably has. Speaking of Rick. He is instituting a new drill. Says, quote, I'm going to put a new a new drill. Anytime you see a coach on the floor, you have to run over him. You have to hit him. Don't avoid him. That was a ridiculous play. And it was. Jump back to what happened on Saturday night. <laughs> Running out to the logo to call a timeout. That is absolutely ridiculous. Hey, yo, why wouldn't he run to the baseline where the ref was handing the ball to the guy and call it right there? Instead, he runs out to half court. Out to the logo? I mean, there's a reason Rick Barnes was so hot over that. I would have been too. And then Pat Adams starts yelling back at Rick, and then Zakai Ziegler has to jump in. Well, Buzz didn't, or Buzz, uh, Barnes didn't say anything till yesterday about it. They wasn't asked about it in the press conference, I don't think. I looked at everything he said after the game. This was yesterday he said this. They might have been instructed not to ask him about it because he was probably red hot over that. You might have got a red hot Rick Barnes soundbite on Saturday night had he been asked. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> that's something you never see, that's for sure. I mean, God, I've never seen that before. They didn't even tee him up or anything. No. No, not at all. Oh. Goodness. Mm-mm-mm. So. Do we want to talk about that next game at all? One minute. Oh. That's my last one. Oh. Up next, Tiger Woods, of course, everybody knows his deal with Nike has ended. So he has launched his own clothing brand of golf apparel called Sunday Red, Sun and Day being two words. How do we feel about this? Because I know that it's going to be cool because it's Tiger. Mm-hmm. The logo's cool. However, I just don't want to pay for it. <laughs> I, I will not pay for overpriced t-shirts, polos, shorts, pants. I won't do it. If it's not on sale, I'm not buying it. I rarely buy anything if it's not on sale, except shoes. I buy a lot of shoes. Brett, as you've seen, I buy a lot of shoes. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering why you're complaining about this, all this other stuff. Well, because you, I mean, you wear uh, a lot of expensive clothes, don't you? I get them on sale. Mm. Yeah, I never pay full price for anything. But here's the thing. With a pair of shoes, you can tell a lot about a person by their shoes, <laughs> what they do, where they've been. Their personality is on their feet. And the thing is, I will spend money on shoes. Because guess what? You spend things or spend money on things that keep you off the ground in life. 
shoes, tires, couches, and mattresses. You don't cheap out on those. You never cheap out on those because those things keep you off the ground. Am I right? I suppose. I've never heard that, but that's, yeah. that's some wisdom right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, only spend money, like real money, on stuff that keeps me off the ground. Jetpack? Uh, no. You spend can. money on things that keep you off the ground. Yes. So do you grow your own food? Huh? You're saying you spend like, money. Like where I don't care to pay a certain price. Okay, so yes. were, I was going to say, because if you just say you spend money on things that keep you off the ground, then well, you're yeah, never I, eating. Well, I mean, I spend money on food, like healthier food now. That way I'm not laying on the ground because I pass out because my cholesterol and my blood pressure is so right. high. You found a loophole there. Touche. I don't understand the infatuation with shoes, though, because you can only one, wear one pair at a time, one day at a time. you got to keep them fresh. You can alternate the shoes to keep the shoes fresh. I mean, if you, you keep wearing down a shoe. You have like, a lunchtime shoe? You have a, well, no. like These are my work shoes that I'm wearing <laughs> right now. These are the shoes that I wear when I'm at work. So I know I'm going to be on my feet. I know I'm going to be walking a lot. I want these on my feet because I don't care to wear these down. They were cheap. Whatever. Yeah. Now, if I'm looking for casual everyday or dress shoes, yeah, you you drop some money on that. Mm-hmm. Take it back. I'll drop some money on a nice suit. <laughs> That's about it, though. Marcus, you want to talk about the Knicks? Yeah, how they completely got uh, bamboozled. I, how do you call that a a foul? How do you call that a foul? I really don't know. That was absolutely insane. To lose a game on on free throws when the game was about to head to overtime on a foul that was, to me, a foul that you could not call on Jalen Brunson. Usually they hold their whistles at the end of games like that. and Like, I, I thought that was ridiculous. Or review it. <laughs> I think they did look over it, and they still said it was. But then the ref, the crew chief, came out and said it wasn't a foul. After he reviewed morning, it and then yeah. he came out this morning and said, oh, did he? he said it wasn't a foul. He oh. got it wrong. Oh, wow. And then also I think uh, there was some weird thing. Thibodeau was trying to drop a play after a missed free throw. And then they just went ahead and called the game over. And you could see how mad he was about that. Yeah, I think I, the Knicks got screwed over. That, that was rough. That was a rough ending to a game to lose to Houston like that. I feel bad for the Knicks. That's a tough one. I mainly feel bad at who their owner is, but I feel bad for them with that loss. Save my pick, though. Houston plus four and a half. Let's go. All right. All right. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Give the city of New York a break. They've been through a lot. So? It doesn't mean much. They're not going to do anything when it comes to playoffs. I was going to say, when was the last time they had a conference finals? <laughs> Got to be a minute. They don't Probably have- Ewing. They don't have anything to scare you. No, they don't. But they're that definitely could be, that could be one and done. They're an up and rising team, though. They're they're starting to make themselves feel like they could be something soon. They have but... a couple stars, but they don't have like a superstar. You gotta have a superstar in this league to when, do anything. When they signed Demar Derozan over the offseason. season, uh, okay. <laughs> The greatest player of all time. Yeah. It's all about some DeMar oh, here DeRozan over here. Yeah, he is. If he shoots it, uh, it goes in. Did you see the comments, by the way, by the uh, – was it Daryl uh, Morley, whatever his name is? Daryl Morey. Yeah. Did you see his comments about Jane Springer? No. What's he saying? 
so he said about the trade, uh, the trade Springer to the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, our evaluation was that his timetable to help a playoff team is farther out than the second round pick can do for us. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, oh, no, this is, I think, a comment from uh, Sp- Springer. Now. He, he was just talking about the trade. But, yeah, he was pretty much saying that, because uh, I watched the interview that when they yeah. asked him about it, he, he's pretty much saying that he's a good player, he's a great player, I think he's got a high ceiling, he's got all this, blah, 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 but he he can't help us now, that second-round pick can, apparently. That's wild. Mm. I hope Jane Springer just goes off on the 76ers when we meet them in the playoffs. I hope he drops just, 40. He just doesn't do anything like great or good. Especially in Boston. He's never going to play. They've oh, got, oh, they've yeah, got so many wins. You know why he's going to play? He, you know why he's going to play? Why? Because he brings the same element How many teams has he been on? that, two, he got drafted by the 76ers. You're thinking of Keon Johnson. Okay. How dare you? Jaden Springer brings the same type of mentality that Joe Mazzula and Brad Stevens loves. How's he fit know, in the rotation? You know who else loves it? Rick Barnes. He I, is a defensive guy. He's oh going to bring in this God. defense. He's going to say, hey, Brad, I worked with a guy, Rick Barnes. Ever heard of him? He's going to help me prove that I belong on this defensive rotation. He's going to get in there. He's going to learn a lot from Drew and Dick, for sure. Yeah, you just wait. I don't know why you're hating on former Vols over there, hating on what, he Juwan, play like 15 games? Hating on Juwan Jennings during the Super Bowl. I did hey. not. He, I was spitting facts. What did you even say again? I forgot. <laughs> I said something that was regarding Purdy. He, he, was, he, talking was, about Purdy. he was saying that the the team he wasn't was capable Pur- of letting Brock Purdy throw the touchdown, so they had to let Juwan Jennings do it. He was like, uh, and was I wrong? Uh, did, did he throw a touchdown later? Who? Purdy. Yeah. Yeah. To who? Yeah. To Jennings. I never said Jennings. The guy who should have been MVP. It was a win-win for me. I had Mahomes win. Jennings played a great game. Trey Smith got a ring. I won. I won won Sunday night. Yeah, you lost. You've made it very clear how you felt about what happened Sunday. And you somehow were trying to give the MVP to somebody who made two plays. The two biggest plays of the game. Okay, you're right. You're right. If they they had won, if they had won, well, clearly he can't be the MVP because they lost. But if they if the 49ers had won, I agree. I never disagreed. Then with Juwan that. Jennings was purely the MVP. They would have give. They would have been between him and McCaffrey for sure. Disagree. McCaffrey had one touchdown. McCaffrey had 180 yards. Yeah, but they you could, said they, they lost the game because they quit going to it. Yeah, yeah. So that's I an agree MVP. with that. Now okay. if they kept going, I don't even... then why did he win MVP of the league? Because they don't ever give it to a, a non quarterback. I don't think that I feel like we've had a non-quarterback win it. In I agree. Years. McCaffrey should have won over. Uh, I Lamar think Tyreek Hill should have won it. Okay. I mean, he was clearly the. It's hard to be up for it when when you're not even in the top five of the discussion. You're not even in the vote. Can we talk about how the Chiefs got better once Tyreek Hill signed with the Dolphins? <laughs> they didn't though. Offensively, they didn't. Offensively, no, but still winning rings. It doesn't matter. In they don't need jewelry, him. They've proven they don't need in him. In terms of jewelry, they got a little better. Yeah, what do you think? You Defensively. Think? Why in the world is this happening? Defensively, <laughs> they got better. <laughs> Offensively, true. they got worse. I think in the trade, they got uh, McDuffie, so that translated. Yeah. And, uh, Did they? And the pick to get Pacheco, too, yeah. which is kind of crazy. You guys know something? You know what's over? The Super Bowl? Football. Oh, you said... 
we're talking so about smart. football. You said we we can stop talk about the way too early top twenty five that came out four hours ago. Nah. Okay. I, I don't Where like those at? polls. I don't like those polls. Sixteen. Boo. You don't like those polls? Why? It's something to talk about. It's something to talk about, but I mean, the thing is, like, nobody really I mean, knows. Somehow they have Alabama still at eight. Well, I mean, the thing that? is, like, there's going to be another transfer period, and we don't even know who's going to be on these rosters. You don't think ours is set? No. No, I expect us to add a couple more pieces. Oh. I don't know where. <laughs> we always seem to add a few pieces late. Do we not? We do, yeah. I mean, you can never have too many guys. I mean, Lynn J. Dixon, <laughs> his three-day career at Tennessee, gets to practice, gets in a fight, gets booted. Everyone was excited about Lynn J. Dixon. He was at Clemson before, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were excited. I was excited. We were all excited. And then he decided to be an idiot. Well, it worked. I mean, we we were obviously loaded at running back. It didn't really matter in the long run. I mean, Jalen Wright was incredible, and I guess it was official that Jerry Mack's going to the Jaguars now, so we got a coaching search, right, Mm -hmm. for another uh, running back's coach. I mean, uh, I guess it'll be interesting to see what we do there. It would shock me, though, if we just hire from within. We've done that with every position, though, so far. Like when Is there, like, a start – I mean, is there, like, a backup – to the running backs coach, I don't even well, know how that works. Well, they, I think they have assistants though, because that's what happened with uh, like a Kelsey Pope thing? and Cody Burns. Uh, you know, Cody left for the Saints, and Kelsey was promoted from within to be. He was like the assistant wide receiver coach. Mm-hmm. Same with the tight end position. We had a, an uh, what, like an analyst or whatever. Uh, I can't analyst. Think- same difference <laughs> who got promoted to be the Titans coach once goalish left so so yeah it, it it would be in my mind Heupel probably has a guy already on the team in mind who has familiarity with the guys who are already on the roster mm-hmm. um but I'm, I would be against about uh, you know bringing out some outside help it, it wouldn't be a bad thing um hey maybe if you want to bring somebody home maybe you say hey Montario what are you doing over there, pal? Like, come, <laughs> come home. Like, but what's he doing that's going to benefit Tennessee? Uh, he'll tell them how he wore, wore those pretty cool uh, black jerseys for the first time in Neyland and make them all hyped up to know that they can press. What was it Lane Kiffin said? Probably the best thing he ever said here at Tennessee was when he was going over the highlights of that game and saw the spin move by Hardis. He said, yeah, that was the X button right there. Here's the thing. That was pretty cool. When picking coaches, just because someone played here does not mean they're going to be a good coach. Hence the Lady Vols. <laughs> I'm just. Thank you, Brett. <laughs> hold on, though. Monteria Hardesty as a position and, coach is different than a head coach. Where do you rank a running backs coach on like the list of coaches and importance? Like, what do they do during practice that like? elevates a guy if you have a position coach i mean it, like they're uh, watching film studying what the I guys mean, are doing telling yeah. them how to correct their stuff i mean they're coaching I mean, them up i mean it's it's an important i mean position. i know you have to probably coach them up as far as but i feel like running backs coach is like a lead recruiter like you want your running backs because he's not you know he's not off, offensive line coach he's not a db's coach he's not a linebacker's coach i mean i feel like on the list of coaches it's wide receiver i mean i feel like he's right there at the bottom it also it depends on your offense as well like with this offense, I mean, we are like we could use some help blocking. We do some help blocking, but the thing is, it's like when you look at Josh Heupel's offense, they we are a run first team. Like, yeah, we run the ball before we throw it. 
but I'm saying there's so much more to running routes or assignments when you're covering what position you are in DB and things like that, like tight end. Like, I feel like running back's probably at the very bottom. I, I don't agree with that at all. Well, list them. Tell me I'm wrong. What, like, of importance? Yeah. Offensive line, right? Probably uh, most. Quarterbacks coach. D-line coach. Quarterbacks coach. Okay, keep going. A quarterbacks coach, D-line coach, secondary coach, linebacker coach, wide receiver coach, running back coach, special teams coach. Are you just naming coaches or is the order? I'm just naming off coaches at this point. Like, I feel like it's the bottom. It's right there with like just above special teams. And special teams is pretty important too. Am What's, I am I reading this right? Like, am I reading? I, the I don't know. Right? <laughs> I'm confused. I'm okay, just, so you got yeah. all your coaches of different positions. I'm uh-huh. saying running backs coach is near the bottom of importance. Of importance. If you don't have a good running game, you're not going to be able I to dis- throw the ball. Yeah, I, I okay. Disagree okay. okay is it uh, taking DBs coach before running backs? Linebackers coach, D line coach, offensive line coach. I think every position is important. Well, I do. I I agree. It's an important position, but I'm saying it's. The reason I don't have an answer right now is because I'm confused. I'm I'm confused. You're confused. I'm not. It's not that that difficult to understand. That's okay, Jack. We'll talk about it later. Uh, I I think. I mean, but here's. I just think it's important. I think that to have a guy like it doesn't have to be Monterey Hardesty, but to use him as an example. I think he brings a quality to your running back room that's really important, which is that, hey, I've I played throughout college in the SEC. I know what it's like to be have to be on this type of stage. I was drafted in the NFL. It was a second-round pick. The only thing that stopped me was an injury. If he hadn't gotten hurt, he probably would have been in the NFL longer. And and he knows how to talk to these guys, and maybe it be through recruiting or through how to coach them. But I don't. Besides from head coach, uh, to me it's head coach, your coordinators, and then all the position coaches are equal. You need a good. If you are a more of a running team, sure, maybe the running coach is more important than a wide receivers coach, and you're willing to take a flag on somebody more than your running back coach. But I still think that each position coach has this importance yeah. to it. And you're also not coaching as many guys as when you're coaching running backs. Yeah, yeah. So it does make it a little bit easier. Obviously, we do mainly you're working with maybe them, but... two main guys on your team. Like we were probably well, working so... mainly with Sampson and Wright last year. As your main guys, and the sure, other guys you're are just still working with. Well, I know guys, so. you're just working with them, handoffs, and you know trying I mean, to teach them up and things like that. I mean, because you have to prepare. Like Selden's going to get a much bigger role now. Yeah, like the coaching job is going to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and maybe, the coaching job is going to be a little bit more difficult for whoever comes in. No doubt about it. Um, What's Arian Foster up to? Podcasting. Sign him up. I don't think he'd want to. I he had I think he's cool with the he university now. He's cool with the university now because he went to a game either last year or the year before. Um, so he's cool with the university now. But yeah, there was a a time where he was, and I don't think it was just the university as a whole. I think it was football as a whole. I think he kind of was like, I'm done with this world. Well, he wanted to go to USC. He didn't go to USC. They didn't offer him. He comes here, has a good career, and then I mean, let's call it like it is. Like he like something happened to him. I don't know what happened to him, whether it was before he got here, while he was here, or even after he left, but something was not right with him. 
There was a guy that was life. with Goalish last year. Just went to Miami. Matt Merritt. He was with Hypel in 2021. But like with Arian Foster, though, like he really rubbed a lot of people the, the wrong way. Like everyone's heard the taco story at this point, where he said he called a coach. He said, "I'm going to do something stupid if you don't bring me 30 tacos." Coach bought him 30 tacos. NCAA violation, basically just ratting on it, saying that he got, uh, what was it, he said, $50,000 to come to Tennessee? Probably, yeah, I think something like that. I mean, and he quickly like was like, oh, no, I was joking around. It's like, okay, well, dude, like you don't do that. Like, Not only did he have a vendetta against the university and maybe even the fans, but the fans also had one against him because of what he was saying. Now, quite frankly, I don't think you can get on to the fans for having those thoughts because the fact of the matter is, like, he's just out there spewing lies on a couple of things. I, especially during his college year, I think he was just probably just going through the motions and going through stuff. He seems to be doing pretty well for himself now. Uh, I've listened to him on the podcast he's on a little bit. No free shout-outs, though. Uh, but, you know, I, I know he's been back to the university since then. Like I said, I, one of the games I went to, uh, I think I, recently he was there. So... I think he's in a much better place now in general, and I think he's in a much better feeling towards the university, vice versa. And I mean, look, man, it was something special watching. I, as much as I hated that he was on Houston, the way he ran the ball for the Texans, man, I was like, oh, man, that's a running back right there. But also, he brings up a valid point, Jack. Not everyone that just played the position can coach it. Like, I don't think Peyton could be a coach. Peyton doesn't want to be a coach. I mean, here's the thing. Like, when all this stuff was going on in 2017 and people were saying, well, bring Peyton back to coach. Bring Peyton back to coach. Here's the thing. Peyton Manning, what is his legacy at the University of Tennessee? The greatest quarterback to ever come through this university, probably one of the greatest college quarterbacks ever, right? If he decides he wants to coach football here, he wants to be the head guy, he wants to be your head coach, and he fails, what does that do to his legacy? Look at how we look at Philip Fulmer now. Philip Fulmer. Won a championship in the 90s. After he lost the 2001 SEC championship, the program never recovered from that. 2008, you know, his second losing season, technically. The win, or the loss against Alabama in 05 was vacated, so technically we went 5-5 five and five that year. But we all know we went 5-6. and six. And then you go 5-7 and seven in 2008 with a loss to Wyoming, which is still probably, uh, I don't know, is that worse than the Georgia State loss? We don't know. We'll debate that another time. But then he decides to come back as athletic director and cratered the football program and really didn't make a home run higher with the women's basketball program. Now, granted, you're not going to find anybody that's like Pat Summit, but you got to be able to go out and get somebody that knows, you know, how to come in and, you know, navigate those waters, per se. I mean, Duke, at least with John Shire, he at least knows how to navigate those waters. And he's been coaching forever at this point. So, I mean, it's going to be – I don't know who we're going to hire, but we're going to talk a little bit more about that at another time because right now we, we just don't have time to do it today. But we've got some breaking news uh, coming up here in the next segment. It's going to be time to mark the tape with Marcus Young when we return. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach 
with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No. G.I. Jake show right here on Fan Run Radio. Um, got a little bit of uh, more so what went on. Because we talked about earlier how the NCAA's attorneys may or may not have fumbled the bag on this. And of course, Tennessee's attorney is basically the same one that sent Martha Stewart to jail. Am I correct? Yeah. So that's spent a lot of money on that. But um, Adam Sparks tweeted out uh, about 30 minutes ago, said a very telling part of the hearing a judge asked NCAA attorney to distinguish between recruits, quote, negotiating NIL offers not allowed by NCAA and recruits, quote, engaging conversations with collectives about NIL value allowed by the NCAA. The NCAA attorney struggled to explain the difference. So in this, if you're a recruit, you cannot negotiate an offer. But you can engage in conversation. Does that make any sense to anybody? Not really. (laughs) You know how we were talking about the list of punchable faces? Go ahead and add anyone that has ever been on the governing board for the NCAA to that list. If you have been on that list, you're punchable. It is time to mark the tape (laughs) with Marcus Young. Marcus, what you got? Hi, Jake. Hi. Hey, Marcus. Hi, Jack. Uh, what? <laughs> he didn't say anything. So, uh, first up for you, obviously we've talked recently, or we haven't talked, but it's been talked about recently, that Tom Brady will be taking over on Fox over Greg Olson. Terrible. Thank you, Brad. I'm with you. I think this is a what? terrible decision. You, you're with me? On this one, yeah. yes. Woo. I think Greg Olson. Turn the corner. We need new new music. <laughs> don't 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 push your luck. This is just one this is one thing so far. You're here. I think nothing <laughs> I fear. Yeah, I'd love to have your version of that song on there. No. I think Greg Olson is actually pretty fantastic calling plays. I think he's better than that Tony Romo is. I think Tony's kind of dropped off. I think off. he might be my favorite out of any of them, even Aikman. Well, I think as a duo goes, I think Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are the top. I think they're fantastic. Joe Buck is Joe Buck's good. He's yeah. so much fun to listen to. Um, but as for the, the the sidekick, if you will, or the color uh, analyst or whatever you want to call him, analysis. They, analyst. Uh, I, I think. Greg Olson has been fantastic, and I think it's a real shame that they are choosing Tom Brady over him. I don't think it's going to go well. I don't think people are going to fall in love with the villain all of a sudden because now he's on TV. People are just going to point out how he looks like he's had more surgery and things like that. And so I I think this is a mistake by Fox. I don't know what happens with Greg next if he goes to another spot. Oh, my God. But I I hope wherever he goes, he does well. Uh Uh-oh. What's going on? You know how some people just get got? Did you get got? No. Who got got? 
Richard, Richard G. West? If I say on air who got got, uh-huh. the next time I travel 35 minutes north, okay, I'm going to hear about it if I mention who this person is. Oh, tell me off. It was a Richard G. West tweet. Oh, I knew it. She's like, here, is this what it looks like in the courtroom? And I text back, that's the situation room at the White House. <laughs> he tweeted out that proceedings have started. The NCAA lawyers have been scrambling oh, for notes. They seem worried and frazzled. And I get that. And it's a picture of the situation room. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, next up for you. Uh, through these these conversations that we have here of what I think are important. Jack. Uh, we talked about uh, some of the players. I think it's going to be difficult for the 49ers to get back to where they were next year. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but Brandon Ayuk had a cryptic message on his Instagram amid his contract talks saying, don't forget what you got there. I think we're going to start seeing some big pieces hit free agency this year. I think Brandon Ayuk is one of them. I think he hits free agency. I actually don't think T. Higgins will. Um, But I also think we're going to see some uh, players moving around. I think teams are going to try to make some big moves. I'm going to throw a weird move out here. I don't think think it's going to uh, really happen. But I could see it happening. AFC teams need to find a way to make some changes to be able to beat Patrick Mahomes, to to beat the the devil, if you will. The Bengals, I think, are going to make a big move. They need to shore up their defense. They need to shore it up to help stop the offenses in the AFC. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? What do you think I'm going to say? You're talking Chris Jones right now? I ain't talking Chris uh, Jones. I'm talking Aaron Donald. L.A. is not the same. The Rams are not going to win a Super Bowl again. They got their Mickey Mouse ring. They got their ring and they're it done. It was a Mickey Mouse ring. They will never win again under this Sean McVay era of teams. Matthew Stafford, I like him. He's not going to get it done for you anymore. What else do you have? You gave away most of your draft picks. I don't even know if you have any this year. Do you have any L.A. Rams? Hello? Like, I don't think you do. So what you got to do here, you need, to, you need to go collect some draft picks. The Bengals have the 18th overall pick this year because they missed the playoffs. They're going to be in the playoffs next year, even if they don't make this trade. So they know by picking up a guy like Aaron Donald to add to that defense in the division that they're in, oh, boy. Not only would they win the division, but they'd they'd be in the the Super Bowl next year for sure. I I think it's going to happen. I think Aaron Donald gets moved in general because if he wants to win again before he retires, you're not doing it in L.A. You're just not. He already got one ring. You want a second? You want to be a big boy and win a second ring? Want to be one of the greats? You're going to be a Hall of Famer. So the Bengals are going to be better than the Browns and the Ravens next year? 100% they are. Okay. Who's the quarterback for the uh, the Browns? You can pick either one. I'm fine. I mean, it didn't didn't really matter. But who who, who is it? I mean, it's Deshaun Watson. You could also pick Joe Flacco if you wanted to. But it's Deshaun Watson. Flacco is not going to be the quarterback next year. No. You have to have a quarterback 
to do some damage. Okay, Flacco did some damage. Did he not? He did. He, he did enough he for a comeback come, player of the year. He did. Mm-hmm. They were in the playoffs. They got a very good defense, better than the Bengals. Which is why they need Aaron Donald. Okay. I'm confused about this Mickey Mouse ring. Mm-hmm. Why, why do Why do we yeah. say that? Because penalties didn't start flying until the last two minutes of that game. I see. Penalty flags did not start flying until the last two minutes. And of that the Rams game. aren't bad. They let them play the, the whole game. Yeah, they are. Almost beat the Lions. They almost beat the Lions. Lost by a point. Stafford threw for 400 they're, yards they're against them. The Puka. 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 They're not Cup. the same team. They're, Puka. Puka. They're not the same team. Puka. Well, you can, you can keep saying his name. It's not going to change anything. Nuka Tyron Williams. They're not, they're not that good. Okay. The Rams are not that good. Okay, Here's we're, we're going to stop this conversation Here's right another now. big – no, one more. No, we're going to stop more. this conversation <laughs> it's, a quick one. it's a quick one, and then you can, we can move on. you got 10 seconds. Alvin Kamara won't be a Saint next year. Very interesting take. The last thing that we're going to say about the NFL, because I'm so sick and tired of hearing about the NFL, I cannot <laughs> stand that entire league. I hate the NFL. Absolutely. I hate every league. I don't hate every league. You hate the, the NBA. no fun league. Is that what you call yes, it? Yes, it's the no fun league. Is what it is. <laughs> you, you don't like the NBA. You either. need to get a I team. I do like or the something. NBA. You don't like the league of it. You you like your team. I like my team. I don't like Adam Silver. Yeah, there we go. See, that's crazy. How do you feel about the NHL? You heartless. I don't know if I can say that word. I can go to a hockey game. Don't I, even like I don't the Olympics. I, I hate the Olympics. But I can go to a hockey game and sit down and watch it. I cannot watch it on TV. Same with tennis. And I played tennis. Love tennis. It's hard for me to sit down and watch a full tennis match on TV. I love NASCAR. I hate the organization, but I love watching <laughs> cars go saying. around. You hate organizations, but you, but you love the sport. I love soldiers. I hate the Army. That's what I'm saying. Like, we, yeah. There's you hate the NCAA, but you love the football <laughs> and the basketball. We have learned something about you, you in my own segment. Every you organization. Hate, you hate organization. You love food, but you hate some restaurants. <laughs> but you love their that, food. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he brings up a valid point. What else can we think? How do you feel about uh, Nike? Nike? Yeah. Well, I love Jordan. I hate Nike. <laughs> okay, so you love their shoes. You'd wear their shoes, but I you wear don't like Jordan. them. I wear Jordan because Michael Jordan gets a royalty off of that. Okay, so I think I think we figured you out. Just I, give Jordan more money. Like the reason I'm it. wearing these because I don't care to destroy a brand that I hate. See, that's what I'm saying. We've learned something about. I, I love Under Armour. I love Adidas. Do you though? But I hate Adidas products from time okay. to time. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, like Pilot? Or like Weigel's, like or a like, gas like a, the brand of gas stations that we know. Like, do you feel good about those companies? Well, I mean, you got to look, and you know, one of those companies, uh, being the more local branch uh, that stays local, uh, they won't open up a store unless they can fully fund it with cash. I think that's one of the best business models in America. Okay, I think they probably have one of the best, if not the best, business models of any company throughout the entire country. They're in no debt. Everything they do is paid for in cash. It's just a constant cash flow. They don't owe a dime to anybody, and that's why they're successful. The other one. Um, I was really hoping to throw out. Oh, go ahead. No, nah, it's, uh, I mean, they're okay. Uh, Casey's, good pizza. I was hoping yeah, I was yeah. gonna, I was hoping you'd say that you hated them so I could say, but you'll eat their hot dogs. I'll eat their hot dogs. You're a gas station connoisseur of food, I feel like. I don't like Shell. Shell do food? I don't know, but they, they sponsor Joey Logano, so I hate him. <laughs> Stay with us. Final segment of the program. What is this show? 
coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to flash that dazzling smile? Well, look no further than Knoxville Smiles. Our experienced team is here to give you the care and attention you deserve. From routine checkups and cleanings to advanced cosmetic treatments, we've got you covered. Say goodbye to dental... segment of the program and it's time to fill out the gi jake show betting tracker presented by sm athletics starting with brett's bad beats brett what you got uh give me michigan plus 16 at illinois it's a big number that is a big number michigan's been terrible this year but i feel like fairly competitive though and 16 is a big number mm-hmm. uh i like syracuse plus eight tonight uh, against unc at home uh also, like UCF plus eleven and a half at BYU. Uh, I like the Magic versus the Thunder plus the two and a half. That's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough one because those are the two teams that cover more than anybody in the league. Good, glad I picked that one then. Uh, and then I'm going to go Manchester City in soccer today. Man money City, line. Man City, Man City, money line. Those are my five. Marcus, do we have an appearance? Uh, potentially, if I can look at some things before my phone dies. All right, let's get with Jack. All right, so five I got, no man. Yes, sir. Let's keep it going. I got Kentucky minus eight and a half covering the spread. They just they just got to get it done at some point. So, and I think Ole Miss is a little overrated. So, um, also got Butler plus four at home versus Marquette. They beat them at Marquette earlier this year, so I think they should keep it close at least. Um, Heat at Bucks. I like the Bucks to cover the eight-point spread. He'd have like Jimmy Butler, yeah. Terry Rozier out. Mm-hmm. Bucks should handle business. And then I got two bets for this King Suns game. I got over 245 and over 26 and a half points for KD. All righty, Marcus, you got anything for us? I think I'm gonna go straight college basketball. You got five or you got eight? I'm not doing eight for college basketball. I don't know enough about college basketball (laughs) to do that. What you got? Uh, I will go straight money line, though. Um, What I'm seeing right now, Oklahoma plus 210 over Baylor. A top 25 matchup, number 12. Uh, Oklahoma number 25 going into number 12, Baylor. Uh, Oklahoma, I feel like, could pull off the upset. They are 18-6 and right now. Uh they had beat BYU recently. Pretty good team, I'd say, if you uh, would agree with me. Um, I think also I was looking at a game earlier. You said Syracuse, I'm pretty sure, over North Carolina. Did you say that, Brett? Or the spread? Uh, I, I took Syracuse plus eight. Okay. I So I got seven and a half here. I, I kind of like that too, honestly. I don't think North Carolina is the same. I, I'll go spread on that one. I won't go money line, even though part of me wants to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like St. John's over Providence. Money line plus 102 on the road. Pretty good game there. I like, uh, let's see, I got two more. This yep. is hard for me. You know what? <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the... Uh, the money line on Ohio State over Wisconsin. Wisconsin oh. beat Ohio State earlier this year, but they're clearly struggling right now. I think that struggle continues. Plus one third or plus three thirty, excuse me, for wow. Ohio State. Uh, and finally, I think uh, 
I think I'm going to take Ole Miss covering the spread against Kentucky 8.5. So you got Ole Miss plus 8.5. How about that? I don't like this. You don't like it? <laughs> Why not? What if you place a dollar on each of those and see how you do? If you hit three out of five, you're making money. That's how you got to think about it. I feel gross. What do you got, Jake? Uh, so I'm going to take St. John's at plus one and a half against Providence tonight. I don't know, you know really why I'm doing this. St. John's, they're not very good against the spread. They're 244. They were futures bet too, weren't they? They were a to reach the final four team. Yeah, I see you're stealing from me with the St. John's. <laughs> you took the money line. I'm taking them to cover. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Providence, they're 102nd in the country against the spread. St. John's, 244th in the country against spread providence however has covered in their last two and we know these trends it's hard for them to get a third one you know something else i'm looking at tonight i am looking at ucf and byu we're going to take byu to cover the 12 point spread as ucf has won their last two against the spread byu has lost their last two against the spread these are two teams uh pretty even as far as covering the spread ucf is 120th in the country byu is 113 in the country then let's take a trip out west. We got Colorado State traveling to San Diego State. We're going to take San Diego State to cover six points tonight. Now, San Diego State, it should be noted, Colorado State is 13-10 and 10 against the spread. San Diego State is only 9-13 and 13 against the spread. However, Colorado State has won their last four against the spread. That ends tonight. San Diego State coming off of their first loss against the spread, followed by two games covering the spread. And that one. See the trend we're following here? Yep. And then we're also going to take the Lakers to cover 10.5 against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, We all know the story with the Detroit Pistons. They're just not very good. Mm -hmm. I I don't know what the problem is up there. But, I mean, LeBron's expected to play. Anthony Davis is expected to play. And uh, it's just you've got no faith in Detroit right now to be able to do anything. Anything at all. So we're going to take the Lakers at minus 10.5. And, and then finally, we're going to take Dayton minus 8.5 against Duquesne tonight. Dayton coming off a tough loss against VCU, a team, you know, they just lost to Richmond. I mean, they lost to the two Richmond teams this year, Richmond and VCU. Lost that game by two points on February 9th. Now, Duquesne, they are coming off of a six-point win against St. Bonaventure, in which they covered the spread. They were six-point underdogs in that one. But... We're going to ride with Dayton minus eight and a half. If they're uh, they're going to hold up to that top 25 status and keep playing you know, like a tournament team that a lot of people think they are and can make a run, I expect them to win. I expect them to cover that spread tonight. That is the G.I. Jake Show betting tracker presented by SM Athletics. Jake, I was curious about something. What? How do you feel about Apple? Not the fruit, the product. The product? Yeah, the company even let's go let's go company how do you feel about apple as a company don't have an opinion either way really no you don't think that they uh shouldn't be using sweatshops for children puts out a good phone don't it (laughs) i mean Uh, everybody in here is using an apple phone right now no right you're using an apple phone phone. exactly everybody in here has got an iphone right I do. What do I have on my wrist? Apple Watch. Yeah, Apple Watch. A broken yeah. Apple Watch, yes. You going to get one of those masks things? Those are too expensive. <laughs> How you feel about Amazon? Amazon? Um, I'm testing these waters out. The thing is, like, it's such a, I mean, it's about like Apple. It's like you can't help but to use the product. 
Do you feel like a lot of these companies have just uh, forced their way into your life? And you, you just accepted it at this point? I mean, it's, at some point, you just have to. I mean, what would happen if I tried to switch to an Android right now? I wouldn't know what to do. Oh, that'd be the worst thing ever. Green texts. Gross. How about Disney? Disney? <laughs> oh, I can't stand Disney. Here we go. I can't stand a thing about Disney. Cue it. Yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Disney is garbage. You're going to do this? Tell us how you feel. About Disney? Yeah. What, what, Have what you do you been? Hate it's all trash. What? Have you been to Disney World? I don't want to go. land? I don't want to go. Are you just talking about the company itself? The company. Oh, yes. okay. Do you like any Disney's of their movies? Awesome. Hercules no. is pretty good. No. You don't like any Disney movies? No. Well, you haven't watched Cars? Movies. No. Monsters, Inc.? Wait, that's no. Pixar. Oh, is it still Disney? Okay, Pixar no. or Monsters Inc. I mean, no. Toy Story? No. Come on. Have you seen, have you seen a Disney movie? Glory Road. Huh? <laughs> Glory Road. That's a good movie. I don't even think I've heard of that one. Is that in the 1930s? It's about Texas Western, right? Yes. The basketball team. I I mean, I'm that talking like Kentucky. animated movies. I'm like, I'm uh, trying to get their childhood right now. I never watched Disney movies as a kid. What'd you watch? Uh. The Greatest Plays featuring John Ward. <laughs> I was going to say, he watched Highlights. He 100% did. I could have called that before he said it. Michael Jordan, His Airness. Michael <laughs> Jordan, Above and Beyond. Michael Jordan's Playground. Larry Legend. The Sandlot. Mike, uh, Mike. If I Sandlot, I'll give you that's that, That's a kid movie you watched growing up as a kid. I'll give you that one. But You like Remember the Titans? Yeah. <gasps> Denzel, though. How about Rudy? Do you not like Denzel? Rudy is uh, honorary capacity. Mighty Ducks. So I like I like Rudy. Mighty Ducks is classic. I've never seen that. Wow. What? <laughs> How do you feel? Do you not like Denzel? Um, I, I don't mind Denzel. He's fantastic in Remember the Titans. Meh. Denzel is probably top five all time actors. Yes. Yeah. Here's one I'll throw at you that you're not gonna like okay. as we get ready to leave. Um, are we going back to the, is this our now I don't outro know. song? Uh, yes, it's our outro song. All right. Well, as we go out, I'll just tell you right now, my uh, another top five for me, Nicolas Cage. Top five actors all time. Nicolas Cage. And I, I'm not kidding. That's me being absolutely genuine. Nicolas Cage is incredible. He will phone it in sometimes, but when he actually gives it a full effort, if you've seen the movie Mandy, it's fantastic. It's such Never a good movie. He's just such a oh, meme. So good. He's such a meme. Yeah, but he's so good at it, though. I want to see the new movie he's in where everyone keeps dreaming about him. What's that I one? I don't even know. I don't know the name of it, but like he keeps appearing in people's dreams, and they just like dream just, scenario. Maybe That's I, the I'm, name just, of it. I'm yeah. just very uh, I'm disgusted right now at how this show has ended. What else do you expect? We're 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 at a we're heading the lull. This is like our version of the summer right now. I mean, it is what it is. We're gonna have basketball talk tomorrow. That's Valentine's do Day. It. it is Valentine's Day. That is gonna do it for us today. For Jack, Marcus, I'll, Brett, and Jack. I'll help you out tomorrow, don't worry. I'm Jake Miller. <laughs> he needs help right now. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow right here on Fan Run Radio. The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is war damage?